Eddie. Hello, Peter Gwynn. How are you? <laughs> good, and yourself? Yeah, good. Well done, mate. Uh, we're actually connected and you're live on the uh, Creative Copywriting Content Solutions podcast. Nice uh, to be uh, with you today. Hey? So it's nice to be with you today. <laughs> Thanks so much, buddy. Um, okay, so uh, for all you listeners out there today, we are talking with Mr. Peter Gwynn of Hallmark Business Sales here on the Gold Coast. Now, um, what can you tell us about Hallmark Business Sales and yourself, Peter? Well, Eddie, uh, Hallmark's been established about 26 years. I founded the company. Uh, we sell businesses on behalf of, of people, um, and we love it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So my background is I was a banker for 20 years, and then I studied accounting before that. So I've got a, a bit of a unique position of understanding finance, financials, and um, business. Okay. And selling, so it's a good, good, good um, qualifications to have for this sort of uh, work. Yeah, fair enough. Now, listen, okay, so you know, the whole idea of this was uh, I wanted to sort of give our our listeners some tips about what to consider before listing your business for sale. Now, I'm going to assume that's a big list. Yeah, it's a big list. A big <laughs> list. We can cover a few of them, but yeah, uh, maybe the most important ones. Yeah, so, I mean, based on your experience, what, what are the most important ones? I think uh, the mistake a lot of people make when selling their businesses is they don't know what they're worth, what it's worth. And the problem with that is uh, they, they come in expecting maybe to get 400000 or a million dollars when the business might be worth much less than that. So they're disappointed. So the, the, the thing that it could, they can do is establish a relationship with, with, a, uh, with a broker Yep. And uh, look, if if you like them, he'll probably going to do you a, a, a appraisal or a, a valuation uh, as part of the process of developing a relationship with you in, in turn to get the business down the track to sell. Yeah. So you know they'll provide that service uh, at no cost. If it's a swan valuation, will cost money, and that's um, you know that's that's used for court work and whatnot. But an appraisal from a broker should cost them nothing, and that'll be a good start in terms of establishing one whether they can. Uh, retire from a financial point of view. Yeah. To um, they'll be they'll be putting their mar- their business on the market at some somewhere near what it's valued at, and the chances of success will be much much higher. Okay. So listen, mate. Treat me like an idiot. When would <laughs> like when, when's the best time to to start that relationship with your broker? Obviously, not a week before. Would that no. be correct? Absolutely correct, Eddie. You're a smart man. It, the, Look, one to two years out would be okay. would be good. Would be my advice. Yeah. Uh, because there's lots of things to be done after you've worked out what the value is. That might, you know, the broker and and the owners and the, their accountants and their solicitors might see some issues they need to tidy up before they go to market. So that gives them time to do that. Yeah. And uh, obviously, it builds a nice pipeline of business for 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 the broker. Okay. That's there. There are good tips. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean. Even when you're talking about an exit strategy, I mean, most of us are planning for an exit strategy even while we're even starting the business, yeah? Or a lot of people, I know, well, let me rephrase that. A lot of people don't when you start a business, but I mean, I'm already thinking about my exit strategy, even though it's 10 years away. Well, I've got to congratulate you on that because not many people do think like that. 
that's a refreshing um, process that you're you're putting place there, and that you know will help you immensely. Most people don't do exit planning, and there's not many firms out there that, that specialise in it. Right. One, of part, one of the partners in our firm does exit planning, but um, you know there aren't many fan, f- f- firms that, that, that specialise in it. Okay. So, all right. So, um, you know, what sort of things are potential buyers looking for, mate? Oh, they're looking for a reliable set of financial information. So, yeah. you know, three years of tax figures um, supported by BAS statements and, and the like. Uh, they're looking for something that they can do. You know, not people don't generally buy something that they, they don't feel like they're capable of running. So yeah. uh, not every business is going to suit every buyer. But uh, you're trying to marry up people with skills for, for, for particular skills to a particular business. And provided they um, they match up, well, then they're going to have a greater, greater uh, a chance of success. Okay. I think they're also looking, most people are looking for short hours. Um, yeah. You know, everybody's looking for lifestyle. We're, we're becoming a, a society of, of lifestyle. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, so if you're about, if you, if you can take time away from your business and there's people there to look after it and that sort of thing, that's going to appeal to a, to a lot of people because they know, you know, that um, they don't have to be there 24-7. Well, yeah, you're not a slave to it. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's true. Which, oh, well, that answers my question number three, but that's okay because I'll move on to question number four. <laughs> oh, so, you know, when, when I sell my business, Peter, yes. uh, can I build in, um, uh, I, I don't know, clauses, I suppose is the word, you know, like for the staff to stay on or I don't get that luxury when I'm selling? Look, most people who buy a business want the staff. Uh, yep. most, most staff are nervous um, if they ever find out that the business is for sale before it's sold. So that's why most business sales are done uh, without staff or customers or uh, suppliers knowing. Yeah, okay, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, so people are worried about their jobs. Yeah, they are. It creates a lot of uncertainty and it's uncertainty that, that they don't need and the owner doesn't need. So... Um, if you haven't got agreements in place with your staff, like employment agreements, get them in place. Yep. Uh, but, you know, the person coming along to buy the business, we're having an inspection on a business tomorrow and, and the person's an investor and he said, I like the fact that everybody that's in that business now is going to be there after I settle, you know, because yep. it's owned by somebody that lives in Canada. So all the staff here in, in Australia have got something uh, to do, you know, not, not an owner exiting or, um, uh, you know, owners not exiting that business. So they want them. I mean, it makes sense anyway. Oh, it does, yeah. It? Um, you know, I mean, the, the staff are on the front line. They know all the clients. They know the, 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 the systems, the this and that. I've just heard of instances or of know of instances where um, certain friends of mine will say their employers' businesses have sold and you know, they've been put out, but that's just how it is. For sure, uh, if they're you know if the person that's coming in was buying the business in a couple and you know there's some some staff that they don't need, yeah, they they'll under the the way the contracts work, like a business contracts work, that staff are to be determined and re reemployed by the um, by the new owner. Oh, okay. So some people are going to miss out. Not doesn't happen a lot, I've got to say. No. Um, you know, it's it's generally the owners that exit and, and the new owners come in and 
and uh, take take that take those positions. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, as I say, it makes sense. So now, okay. So, what's the benefits of using a, a business brokerage such as yourself, a business sales service such as yourself, as opposed to me sort of selling my business myself? An interesting discussion with uh, someone this morning, uh, uh, my partner, about this. I said, "Have you ever worried about employing a broker? Just have a think about." what they do what they've got to do to get it to get a successful sale first of all they're going to make a sale to to you as the owner of the business that that you want to employ them to sell your business that's the first sale yeah second sale is you've got to find a buyer out there and convince him uh and encourage him to buy the business then when he's made that decision his his accountant's got to be convinced that he that he should continue with it his solicitor should uh be convinced that he has to that he will continue with it then the bank has to be um, convinced to, to lend the money to buy the business then there's the expert friends that uh, will tell you uh, from time to time why would you want to buy that so uh, it's a lot of there's a lot of things and and look I think if you're an owner and you you have to get through those five uh, or six uh, processes it's going to be too frustrating and you're going to become emotional and emotion in the sale of the business is not a good thing you know you end up uh, maybe getting offside with with a uh, with a buyer or um, it's just better to have that middleman it's not as easy as selling a house where you go and say to someone well there's five bedrooms you know you can count them one two three four five in this case we're saying there's a half a million dollars profit and you know what small businesses like they've got more ways than uh, you can take a stick out to be able to hide some of those profits in a proper and professional way but nevertheless um, done for their done for their advantage of uh, tax planning or whatever yeah well you're right I mean particularly about the emotional factor you know I mean um, yeah uh, there's obviously benefits it's like everything like defend myself in court but I'm probably better off with a lawyer not that I'm going to court but you know what I mean <laughs> I know what you mean yeah. someone said to me once if you if you if you have a uh, is it a, if you if you've got a client as a lawyer um, you've, got, you've got a fool as a client or it's a fool so yes you, you don't yep. represent yourself you certainly get someone else to do it yeah now okay so uh, what about mergers and acquisitions Peter uh, are they the sort that I imagine they're more intricate yeah yeah look they are uh, it's a fun part of the business I've got to say because you're usually dealing with something that's quite big and uh, and it's usually acquired by someone that's already in that industry uh, right you know you see them um, where they you know big public companies are buying small private companies or, or the private equity groups are, are investing in some of these very dynamic uh, businesses that have been started by entrepreneurs and have done quite well right okay we've got yep. one on the market at the moment for about 43 million I think it is no sorry 34 million got run the wrong way yeah so it's an exciting project okay and what's like um, I suppose the lead time on that that could what be a year two years yes very good you're right but generally speaking if it's over a million dollars it'll take uh, between six and twelve months yeah if it's under half a million or under uh, yeah half a million that sort of range it'll take uh, three to six months it's the bigger transactions do take an extraordinary amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Not a quick turnaround. And do like based on your experience, does does the, does the business owner selling like lose momentum through this whole process, or most of them are committed and focused? And I think. You know what I mean. What you, like, what you said there. What you said before. Roller that's right. 
it is. But what you said before, um, you know, should they they should concentrate in their business? I always say to people, run this business like it's not for sale. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, and that's why you, another reason to to, to appoint a broker is because you can run the business and not be involved in uh, you know, trying to negotiate the sale of it. Concentrate yeah. on that. That they, they do generally. We, we've bounced over the years though that when a new owner takes over it can go back a little bit before it goes back to where it was and then forward again okay it's just that bit of experience that goes out the door with the, the owner so maybe always bear that in mind when you're purchasing that it's going to probably have a, a tight six months in the first six six to twelve months I think okay alright so before we wind it up mate is there anything yeah. else you wanted to add uh, I just think that it's great um, to be in business and, and there's some really, really good businesses out there. We tend to look look at industrial-based businesses, the sort of things you see in big big uh, industrial parks. Uh-huh. Uh, and the demand is as good as it's been. It went really poorly when the election was called and, and uh, for a while after the election, but the demand is back again and it's been a good market for, for a few years now. So it's a good time for people that are at the age where they want to retire to, to consider getting out getting and selling their business okay now that help? sorry does that help yeah mate that helps of course it does now i'm just looking at your website and you've got a free business appraisal is that still current it is still current okay. it is, in fact yeah so people can find out more about you at bullmarkbusiness.com.au is that correct yeah that's right peter peter and bullmarkbusiness.com.au yep and that free appraisal is the first step that they can do as we spoke right at the beginning of this podcast uh, that's the first thing you should do they should do in order to um, establish where they are in the cycle okay alrighty uh, well mate thanks so much for your input no. and insight no, thank you Eddie I appreciate it and, as always it was a pleasure to catch up and <laughs> yes. you know I think it was you that wrote the website copy so congratulations yeah well uh, yeah I uh, wrote the website copy and uh, thanks for that mate it that works works it. very well too by the way oh that's good I'm glad to hear yeah. it mate but you know it's like everything in business isn't it you've got to keep working and keep tweaking keep, keep evolving you know that's the, that is it I mean we, we're constantly looking for new ideas and how to get business yeah and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is a moving target for sure. Yep. All right, buddy. All right. Well, listen. Thanks again. Thanks so much uh, for that. And uh, thanks to all you listeners out there. Say goodbye to Peter. I'll say goodbye to Peter. Goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. Thanks, mate. Goodbye, Eddie. Bye-bye. Bye.